although often derided by many of the established gatekeepers in Hollywood, motion pictures and television shows based on comic books and graphic novels have been the absolute driving force in Hollywood the past decade. From the billions of dollars generated in revenue to numerous uniquely crafted styles of storytelling, the rise of subscription services may even be a better fit for the thousands of original rich stories that initially were relegated to the children's sections for decades until the general public began to take notice of incredible, relatable stories in the pages of comic books such as the X-Men and the Misfits and Doom Patrol. 2021 alone will bring a wide range of creative stories pulled from the pages of comic books and graphic novels that are sure to draw eyeballs to screens big, small, and mobile. And as that momentum continues to grow at an exponential rate, a little light is finally being shed on stories from voices that have traditionally not been amplified. So today, we are incredibly excited to introduce to you Christian Lee Hall. Christian is the founder of Second Coming Universe and its Second Coming Comics banner. From scratch, Christian has created a phenomenal universe filled with more than 200 superheroes and villains, all of whom possess thought-provoking yet easily relatable backstories. I strongly believe that Second Coming Comics characters and stories would rapidly excel alongside the rich stories pulled from comic books and graphic novels already dominating screens today. But instead of waiting for someone to come calling, Christian found creative ways to self-publish several comic storylines from his creations, with numerous more compelling creations on the way. His growing library of unique characters is definitely one we should keep an eye on in the coming years. Enjoy. Give us a little, a little overview of how you came up with all of this, and then we'll get into the why. So give us, from day one, what got you into comics? Um, I was a big fan of uh, some of the 80 cartoons, like G.I. Joe, which is probably my favorite, uh, He-Man, Thundercats, um, Transformers, um, my mom had a lot of the comic books. Uh, I used to read her comic books. She was big on Spider-Man, X-Men, uh, Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. Avengers. Um, I would go in there and I would look into the comic books and um, like create my little own sagas of uh, the characters like Spider-Man and all them, making them uh, fighting certain characters and stuff like that. I would write that down, do little stick figures. So I started doing little stick figures for my comic books and because I have no art skills, but mm-hmm. I did that and that started me. Um, I had did a couple of books uh, on a thing on a project I had, which was called Star Girls a long time ago. And <clears throat> I worked on that. Then I worked on a few different things. I worked on something that was I can't I didn't even have a name for it, but I created all these weird characters of, of mm-hmm. like half men, half beast type characters. And then um well, uh, like I said, my aunt and my uh, mother recommended me and my, my cousin work together because I just the, the passion of never died about trying to create comic books. And once me and her started, that's when I figured there was a chance of trying to get this out there and trying to get uh, uh, these characters out there that we had created. 
So I never gave up. I just kept working on it. And that started in 1996, if I'm not mistaken, where we started creating all these characters. So, yeah, Man. it's just uh, that's always been my passion. 15 plus years. And, you know, this guy has this guy. I'm talking I'm talking to the audience here, but, you know, Chris is stuck with it. This is what I love about entrepreneurs who have this passion, the why his love and passion of comics and creating things on his own. And so these 15, la uh, 15 plus years in leveraging technology to access to having access to resources that allow him to be a one man self-published uh, comic company. And I read his first three episodes called all out war. And I'll put it up on the screen here, give people an idea of the first bit it's all part of one larger story. It's all leading up to these larger stories. And then the second uh, multi-comic um, storyline was called Exposed. And I read that as well. Great, great stuff. So I can see the direction he's going. But the most interesting thing that always caught me when I found Chris, and let me back up a little bit. I found Chris while researching, uh, working on another project. And I was looking at, because I'm an old school comic guy, I came across a bunch of different comic characters from... Um, the stuff I grew up with, Black Panther, uh, Fantastic Four, Avengers, uh, everything Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. So those characters are easily recognizable to me, as well as, say, the Image Comics uh, characters and Dark Horse, uh, Top Cow, all the, the com comic companies, big and, and medium sized, that have done very well and have kind of segued into doing television shows and motion pictures about their content. I continued while doing this research to see these characters kept popping up in the midst of the searches of all these other. I didn't recognize them, but I noticed that the style was very similar. And it was, it was as good as anything else I was seeing from the big guys I just named. And um, when I had some time over the next few weeks, I decided to do a little research on who created this stuff. And one thing led to another and I found Christian. And Christian just happened to be a guy who loves this, who loves creating, just loves creating. And I say that because you guys have to understand, this guy has now created over 200 unique characters. The two storylines that I mentioned to you before um, only, only contain a very, very small percentage of the characters. And one of the main reasons I want to bring Chris on is because he introduced me to his, his plans for the next 12 to 24 months. And they're going to be something special. So, I wanted to see where you see your company, Second Coming Universe, and its subsidiaries such as Second Coming Comics. I know you want to get into animation. I know you want to get into not only comics, but animation, live action movies, live action TV shows with your characters. Where do you foresee taking the company over the next few years? Would you prefer to have like an independent source come in and help you financially so you could do your own thing? Or would you prefer to work with the traditional companies such as Marvel, DC, and even a Netflix who can use your type of superhero um, universe. Um, what do you see, or, or a mix of any of those? Where do you want to go from here? Um, I'm going to keep working on what, what we're working on. I'm going uh, uh, because there's, when, when these uh, new uh, comic books come out, the ones that he's working on now, I think uh, with, with, with uh, new characters being surfaced, to, coming to the surface, I think it's going to be really, really good. Plus, mm -hmm. I, I'm really open. I am open to uh, talking to somebody like Netflix, uh, Nickelodeon, uh, CBS. Some, some, uh, there are some options there. I am open to uh, see what they're about. Um, 
uh, see where we could fit, if we could collab or whatever, I'm definitely oh, Nice. Well, one of the reasons I want to talk to you because I do believe that the amount of work that you've put into this, the high level of quality that you've maintained for the past 14, 15 years as a true independent. Um, and the more I had a chance to talk to you, it's interesting to see how with everything that's moving, not just in the country in a general sense, but in particular in the entertainment industry, I think that the subscription services, um, and we have some episodes on that. People could take a look at some of the past episodes we've done recently regarding subscription services. I think that's opened up the floodgates for independence to be infused into the larger general scope of the big guys, the Marvel, Marvels and DC and all those other comics. So we wanted to give Christian an introduction to you guys. Now, can you describe a little bit of the typical process that I kind of touched upon when you have an idea and you need to go to your artist? This artist by the name, his name is Very Wong. Um, and we'll put him down in the description also. He and Christian obviously have collabed on a few hundred characters now, and they're amazing. It's incredible what, what Christian has put together resource-wise to create. So can you talk to us a little bit about when you have a the initial idea that pops in your head, what process do you go through in getting it on paper and ready for distribution? Um, we'll talk on Facebook Messenger. That's how we communicate. Um, I'll uh, contact him. We'll go back and forth on the description of the character of what I have in mind. I'll tell them what type of powers, uh, what they look like. What uh, do I want? Armbands, uh, what kind of hairstyle, a beard, or uh, um, do they have boots, uh, belt, all that? He'll go ahead, he'll uh, go off, he'll say, I got you. He'll, he'll come back uh, maybe a half hour later, an hour later, show me uh, a, a sketch of it. And I'm like, uh, either it's perfect or I'm like, can you change this? Can you change that? Um, and he'll go ahead and he'll change this and that and he'll send it back again. And then once it's once it, I'm like, that's a go. It's good. He'll go ahead and maybe a day or two later, he'll send me the character and bam, it's uh, the, uh, the character's ready, yeah. ready to go. And then the next step is to send it to the uh, to my colorist and he throws down on that and um, once he sends me the finished pop product, I uh, put the label on them and it's good to go. So it's interesting to hear because I'm sure that's the workflow that was probably the primary workflow within, or probably still is, by the way, with every major comic company that's come up from Atlas Comics, DC Comics, Marvel Comics, and any and everything in between and since. But yet you're a one man show doing it. <clears throat> you know, it's interesting you, you mentioned, or at least the tone I got, and I could be wrong. You know, you're saying, well, I don't draw, I don't do this. And I'm like, well, the greatest known, at least the person that's the greatest that's attributed to Stan Lee, as far as the greatest creator, it doesn't make any difference if you don't know how to do this or that, some other little small piece. That's, an, that's not necessarily important. You know, what's important is, are you actually marshalling resources? Stan Lee, I think if he, he was such a resourceful guy that if he, if he would have, live today, I do believe that he would have been that type of person to look out into what can I, how can I leverage this digital technology to my benefit? Very similar to what you've done. Ooh. Now, Marvel DC, especially Marvel, come out with some really cool stuff over the next 12 months. <laughs> Black Widow, 
Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh. Um, and even an anime. I don't know who did the animated series. Um, is it The Invincible or the, in- the Invisible? The new animated series coming out in a month or so. Uh, what, what if? The what it's if a, series. It's actually. Well, actually, it's, it's this guy. Oh, you're talking about Invincible. The, uh, yeah, there is an a- animation coming out um, for Amazon, I think. Yeah. Yep. That's, That's it right there. Buddy, mm-hmm. A buddy of mine gave this to me. A buddy of mine gave this to me and said, you need to read this. My buddy, Mike Gutman. He said, you need to read this. This is one of the best written. And it is, by the way. So I was interested. The fact that they're doing they, whoever's published. Oh, it's Image Comics, as you can see right there. Okay. It's one of the big ones I mentioned earlier. I've read all this stuff. This stuff's good. And I've read Christian stuff. I see no difference between Chris's stuff and this, meaning in it, that's, a, that's a great compliment. This, I think when people have a chance to see independent creators over the next five years, people oh, the comic genre is over, it's over. But I'm like, eh. I, I don't think they've, I think they've only scratched the surface. DC has 4,500 plus characters. Marvel has 4,500 plus characters. But together they've been around 150 plus years. So they've had a lot of time. The fresh stories, the new stories from all segments, all different walks of life. I think Marvel and DC are trying to infuse that in, but they have so much that they need to run with that keeps their core fan base. This is why I'm excited about meeting entrepreneurs that are creators such as yourself. So tell us a little bit about why you created this specific type of genre and how you've expanded it to create, to uh, include people from all over the globe. Um, well, I don't think there's enough in the Marvel and DC universe. I don't think there's enough um, African American characters. So mm-hmm. that's one of the main reasons why uh, to go ahead and have characters that look like us, um, that kids can look up to uh, and, and uh, see uh, that we could be superheroes too. And so that's one of the main reasons why I decided to to do this. Um, but it's really, honestly, for real, not a black or white issue. It's it's basically, um, it's not just say, well, they're black comic You you can't. Um, I wouldn't read that. It's for everybody. Um, mm-hmm. Anybody can uh, pick it up, look into it, and uh, is. I think if you, once you get indulged in what they can do and the characters and their lifestyle and everything, I think you're gonna love it. So it's for everybody. But, uh, you know, I did do some of most of it for, you know, for us to be we, oh, yeah, up front. so we could be superheroes as well. Well, the reason why that's important is because it's a natural thing as far as I'm concerned. Why can't you just make characters that are similar to you up front and then put the stories out? To me, the important part of that is that people will begin to understand is the stories are human stories. They'll resonate. Ooh. You may be from a different part of the country. You may be a different race, different religion, whatever it is. Just storytell. Storytelling is mm-hmm. important. And mm-hmm. so I thought that it was very important as I read your stuff. It was no different than the Marvel and DC um, content. You know, you had content that was just about the human experience. And so to me, I'm like, well, yeah, this is the type of stuff that everybody needs to read. Not because you happen to be black or someone happens to be Asian or white, whatever. Mm hmm. What's important is that you're a great storyteller. When you come up with 200 plus characters, I want everybody to see, oh, this is not a black story, even though you gave us the background as to why you originally created this. The important part is it's for everybody. Mm -hmm. 
And that's what I felt when I was reading it. I, I can look at this book and any other, in any other book from Marvel DC. And the storytelling to me is no different than the storytelling you've put on the pages of All Out War or Exposed, as well as some other things that I've seen from you as well that we don't want to share too much yet because you're going to be unfolding things over the next 12 to 24 months. Right. And we just appreciate you coming on. I wanted to give everyone a quick introduction as to who you are. I wanted them to hear your voice and see you. And you guys are going to definitely, especially through the bunker, we're going to keep Chris in line a lot over the next 12 to 24 months as things progress and wish him the best because we love his entrepreneurial spirit. We love that he's put in all this time and hard work to build what he has, and we appreciate it. So we also appreciate you being a busy man with family time and all that and lots of work to keep things going, taking the, taking the time out to spend with us at the bunker. Thank you, Clyde. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, brother. My, my pleasure, man. We're, we're going to keep locked into whatever you have going. And if you ever want to talk about something, even if it's a little quick five-minute hit, we could do this again. We, it's a pleasure on our end. So nice. thank you. Thank you. All right, man. We'll talk soon.